welcome back. Second episode, we made it this far. We've made it this far and we've got about three listens, so come on. <laughs> three listens. Come on the pod. Uh, that we would probably not turn up, would we, today? If it was only three. I mean, it is three, Marcus. <laughs> me, you, and you, your next door Me, neighbor. you, and me again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. What a whirlwind. What whirlwind. Yeah. On the, talk about windy, actually. What about yesterday? Good lordy. Talk about wind. It, it's a good job we didn't record that the pod yesterday because it would have been in an absolute torrid, torrid mood. You were. In a, I was fuming. You were in a foul mood yesterday. Absolutely fuming. Was, got, is that the worst you've ever been after a loop? It's the most aggravated I've ever been after God. a loop. I was just, it's just. Oh, it was. I was. I was moaning the whole time. I don't normally moan about a loop. But you, do, you do moan a little bit. You are a bit moany, aren't you? I think it's, it, as soon as you hit 30, I think you, you're moaning a lot more now. Well, when you're consistently late, yes, <laughs> I'll moan about that. Hey, I've been, on, I've been on point with how many times I've been <laughs> out the door first now, so we, we, can, we can stop that, as I say. From the first step, we've got, uh, we've got my arrival time on, on point. Yes, so, we yeah, do. That yesterday was, ladies and gents, probably the worst loop of... My life. What about yours? Worst loop ever? Is it the worst ever? Hard to worst? say. It's definitely up there. It's one that you wouldn't want back. The it's, it's one that you're just counting down the holes. You know the worst part of it as well. So, yesterday was a uh, a little tournament for uh, a uh, one of the firms, one of the members. Uh, I had the member. He was actually actually a decent player, but. We'll not even touch on my uh, the second guy because that was abysmal. But yeah, yesterday was a yeah. So we started on the second hole, and um, yeah, we were counting down the holes, weren't we? And we got to yeah. eighteen, and we thought, oh yes, one more to go. And then I literally looked at you down the fairway and go, "We've got to play number one." I knew it as well because <laughs> I saw you walking up to the green, and I'd left my bags ready uh... for the turn because I knew we'd have to finish one, and just that'd be a pain in the ass going back down there. Oh god! We luckily, we luckily jumped on some golf carts to make the hole go by. But yeah, basically, overall, I'd give my my loop yesterday a one out of ten. I mean, I'd agree with that. It was just shocking. You can't you can't go worse than one, but you can't go above one because it was that bad. It was awful. My bags, by the way, were unbelievably light. Unbelievably, probably the two best bags I think I've ever got, but probably the worst golfer. I, he wasn't even a golfer. He he literally had brand new set of irons that he's never hit yet, and it may have hit fifty to sixty shots all day because most of the time he just picked up. Well, that's the thing. So he he literally hasn't played golf before. He hadn't played golf first tee, well <laughs> second tee for us. Your that guy steps up. He's got what I don't know four iron or something. He must have had four swings and misses. The only reason the ball moved is because the divot hit the ball. <laughs> the, the grass went further than the ball. He actually just picked up and just walked to the next tee. He did. I'll tell you what he should have done. He should have walked to the clubhouse. Done a he sort of favour. He should have. He Literally, I spent more time looking where the ball went across the ground than it did in the air all day yesterday. It was, it was absolutely brutal. It was a shocking loop. It was. It was. It was actually point, one point you said... The wheels are coming. No, no, no. What was it? The I guy, say the that. guy went. The guy went. Oh, the wheels are starting to come off now. And you go. What did you say? The wheels were never on. <laughs> the train never left the station. I couldn't believe when he said that. The wheels were coming off. The guys. The best score he'd made all day was a double bogey. 
Fuck. Just talking about it is make it put me in a bad mood. I know. You just shaved your head as well. Shower. I was fresh. honestly, I was coming out here ready to do the pod. I was feeling good, feeling fresh. Get down. I'm ready to record. Marcus can't even plug his microphone in the USB slot, right? <laughs> so I've got to do technical issues with him. And then he wants to listen to an interview of Marco Penge. Hey, he's, he's a player that, you know, we played on the similar sake, circuit. Was, he's a good player. Well done to him. buzzing. Fresh trim and everything. Fresh trim. The trim that you've got left. You should grow it out one day, actually. The horseshoe would be in full effect. Why would I do that? <laughs> I've just choked on my drink. Because it would be hilarious. You'd actually look like my the member that I was carrying for yesterday. Yep, and I don't want to look like that. I don't want to look like Prince William. <laughs> He needs to shave that off, doesn't he? Which, uh, yeah, he does. Wimbledon coverage. Oh, I can't but, but when you're a prince of England, soon to be king of England, you don't care. You surely got, I don't know, an advisor. You You've know. got a wife who's also 12 out of 10. She should surely be advising you to shave off. Yeah, I mean, come on. She is getting to the she point is where isn't she? she just needs to does it, do a cheeky buzz. Like, get the skull shaver. <laughs> there, was some, there were some good shots yesterday by my guy, though. Were there? There was. There was actually some unbelievable shots by. Okay, the one I can remember. I actually noted it down. Number seven, eleven, and eighteen. The best one I actually do remember was that bunker shot. Fairway bunker shot. The the fairway bunker shot. So on seven, he hit he hit it left into the rough, fescue rough, very English style, pretty much like the British Open actually. Um, and he had about one forty downhill lie. I told him to play in the back of his stands, and he put it to about what eight feet sink the putt as well didn't he unbelievable yeah. and then the, on 11 the uh, it was a tough tough par 4 because it's back into the wind green slopes from uh, you know back to front and he sticks a, sticks a 9 iron or an 8 iron to about 6 feet makes the birdie again I mean you got to respect it it was blowing like 40 as well it was shocking yeah I mean if they played in the British Open they wouldn't shoot 500 a combined score with those three other than my guy they wouldn't have shot under 200. No. There's no chance. Absolutely not. My guy would have genuinely shot at the British Open. He, if he fully finished the holes, it would have been, I think, over under 600? Probably. Probably. Close to. And and that's the thing. This is this is what we get. We get a mixed bunch of, uh, of players, don't we? Yeah, we do. I mean, l- luckily it generally works out. We get more good than bad, but... The bad can be really bad. It, really bad. It wasn't that they were bad guys, like nice enough dudes and everything. It's just, I don't know. It's just they don't. They don't. I don't know how to explain it. They either don't get golf. Obviously, they're not good at golf, but they just don't get it. Like, there's a temporary par three, right? Remember this temporary par three. <laughs> so one of the guys I'm counting for, he's a younger guy. Like I don't know, probably a couple years out of college. Not particularly good. Can hit a few decent shots. So temporary par three with like a just a makeshift green. The member was explaining it. He was like, so we're going to hit this tee shot, which is just temporary, like because the actual hole is behind us and they're redoing it. And so like, yeah, so temporary green there. Small target. You've got to just try and hit it or it's going to bounce off. And the kid's just gone, wow, that's incredible. <laughs> that's incredible. Probably one of the most, the biggest virgin comments. It's just two thousand. Yeah, it just didn't make sense. Like it's, it's a green made in the fairway. It's incredible. It's not incredible. It's not at all. The green's actually pretty average. It's not even that good. It's just <laughs> it's a hole you just you're never going to look back and remember. 
Oh, I looked at... No, I think we both looked at each other at the same time. You literally said it and we stared at each other. What what did you say? What was that? You you just called this green incredible. Oh, God. Yeah. But we had a good one today, didn't we? Yeah, I was going to say that. That was after quite a negative start right there. Very negative start. We need to change the tone ASAP. Positive vibes only in here in the dungeon. But yeah, today was a belter. Today was... It was. It was a really, really good round today. We had uh, we had three guys. So in this case, basically we do three holes on, three holes off. So I'll carry two bags for three holes, and we'll obviously you know switch it up. And we had yeah, we had some three great players. Two members, one guest. Guest was a Strixon rep, so he's all kitted out to the to the nines. Such a pretty good well, player. They were all pretty good, weren't they? It yeah. Was a, it was a quick round. It was under four hours. You know. Yeah. It you was, uh, uh, you yeah. take those bags any day. Oh, they were light as well. Pretty light, decent players. No ball searching. Well, well, minimal ball searching, but just good dudes. They were. They were. One of the uh, one of the guys who recently joined. He uh, he works at a, a very exclusive club. Very exclusive club. You've had the uh, the pleasure of playing there, haven't you? I have. I don't know if we should name drop, but if we say if we say the number one ranked course in America, people are probably going to know what it is. So yeah. the number one ranked course in America. Yes. Other than Augusta. I think yes. we can say it, can't we? Yeah, I suppose. We I can think just, Pine Valley. Try. Pine Valley. If anyone is to know that, if, you, uh, if you're if you ever on YouTube, it actually, uh, the only flyover ever is uh, is on there. It's only one video. Golf Digest. Did it a few years ago. Yeah. First time they've let cameras and drones fly the course. Unreal. How was that experience? Pine you Valley. Got, you got a private jet out there, didn't you? Well, not to Pine Valley. Not to Pine I, Valley. That's another story. That's another story for another day. I've had two flyouts. I sound like an Instagram hoe with my, <laughs> my private jet flyouts. An Instagram hoe, that is correct, actually. <laughs> Are you saying there's more to these stories? Except I'm it? getting flown out to read greens, <laughs> which, to be honest, I'd much rather do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these, these Instagram girls nowadays, they're, they're on a different level, aren't they? But yeah, the, the Pine Valley experience, it was quite funny because he had the Pine Valley head cover, which... I mean, you think, well, you're very rarely going to encounter a Pine Valley member unless you're extremely lucky, like I was one time. So I asked the guy today, I was like, um, when did you play Pine Valley? Just, you know, general conversation. And he just, he came back and just knocked me for six. He just said, I work there. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. The guy worked there, so I'm thinking he could be anything. He could be a head pro. He could be a membership guy. We're not going to disclose his job. But... Yeah, guy's been working there for three years. And you got so excited. I was buzzing for it, yeah. Oh my god, you, you literally had a man boner. That's, the big, that's probably the biggest boner you've had all year. Right, well, let me, let me explain. <laughs> Pine Valley, I've been fortunate to get the invite last year, is exceptional. Give me, give me a... You know, you know more than me about this, in this instance. Well, yes. What, give, give the viewers who necessarily don't know Pine Valley a little bit of explanation of how elite Pine Valley is. It's just, it's very hard, it's hard to explain because there is no information about the club anywhere, like, doesn't have a website, doesn't have, like, a list of members, nothing like that, it's, it's so confidential and private, it's just known to be super exclusive, it's always ranked number one, it's just, I don't know, it's kind of, and that whole, like, aura. It's just, if you meet someone who's played at Pine Valley, or you know someone who is lucky enough to even be a member it's like what it's slim 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 chances i mean we, we know a few people especially from 
down in Florida, a few of the members there have played it and stuff. But everyone will tell you the same thing, like, best course, best course they've played, unbelievable. I know, I know. I was, I was the, actually pretty, uh, I got pretty excited too, actually, right? You know, yeah. When I was walking down the fairway, you know, Faraday's obviously buzzing, so he's coming over, he's, oh yeah, he's, uh, you know, he works at Pine Valley. <laughs> so I gave it, you know, I was like, oh. You know, well, yeah. What do you do for a living? And he, you know, explained his uh, explained his way. So you know, you know me. I was like, huh, really? No way. So lucky enough for uh, AK bullshitting, <laughs> ladies and gents. <laughs> you got a little bit of element of surprise, don't you? So you know, luckily enough, we're gonna uh, carry for him and uh, some guys at uh, the member guests, isn't it? In the member guests, and Marcus's plan is to get him really intoxicated, somehow get his phone number and address. Hunt him down and get a tea time at Pine Valley. <laughs> he did. He goes, oh, it might be. You might have to play on a Monday, but you're you're okay with that, right? I literally looked at him. I was like, mate, sorry, we could, we could play at ten p.m. <laughs> play on a Monday. I'll play any day of the week, any time you want. It doesn't matter. You just get me the invite. I'll quit my job, summer caddying. And now that you bought, you bought me that T-shirt, I can actually wear it with the fact that you know when you buy some, a gift for somebody, and whether it be golf or you know whatever it may be. And someone who's been there, right, a few times, and they'll ask you a question about it. You've got it's that awkward moment where you're gonna be like, ah, "Yeah, yeah, buddy of mine went. Uh, he just bought me a souvenir." <laughs> Can't wait. Some means you gotta buy me something when we go and play it. I know. What are you gonna What are you gonna get me? I don't know what I might buy you. You've got everything. Maybe yeah. maybe when we get the in, the elite invite into Maidstone, we actually got a. Uh, Great invite to uh, a very another yes. elite country club. We need to capitalise on that. Out in the Hamptons, and that is for sure. On I mean, that was a bucket list. I've seen I've seen the logo quite a bit, and I was like, you know what? I wonder what country club that. And that is one of the oldest country clubs in America, which I'm I think we're pretty looking forward to that. Yeah, it's funny. Everyone seems to have that logo. Like even kids and stuff wear it, and they've got they've got their own store in the mall as well. <laughs> so your banter is shocking. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Every time. Obviously, listeners don't have a clue what's going on right now. The Maidstone logo is a giant whale, just like Vineyard Vines. So every time I see anyone wearing a Vineyard Vines shirt or anything, I always say to Crow, he's a Maidstone member. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I twist my neck like, you know, there's, there's some big, you know, big and It time, cracks me up every time. I just whip my, you know, my neck left or right, and I'm like, who? Where? And it's a group of eight-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, Ferdy, calm down. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Actually, your player played pretty good today. One of your guys, your main guy. He had a good stretch, didn't he? Correct. I, do you know what? I almost completely forgot about that. He did have a stretch. Jesus Christ. Pay attention. So there we are. Yeah, I mean, I, he didn't shoot great, but he made what? One birdie on seven, which was also a fescue birdie. He had, he had a terrible tee shot. Snipe left in the fescue. Shocking lie. I said to him, Look, it's not far. Just try and hack a wedge, like bunt it up there. Came out really nice. Landed front edge, and just rolled to about ten feet. Obviously, I gave him an elite read, straight in the bottom of the cup. Also, I want to go back to reads because I've got to, I got to, kind of gander back to yesterday's. So we're on uh, thirteen, uh, the course out where we are, and uh, the green's quite tricky. Hole's not not too difficult, but the 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 green's quite tricky to read. And and my guy, who's a pretty decent player, as I say, the the, the other guy was absolutely abysmal. But uh, Faraday, you, you what do you say? You say inside left, and left I looked center. at left center, and I literally looked. I, I looked. I read the part from afar because I took the flag out, and I go, "It's absolutely nowhere near it." So I went back towards the towards the hole. I go inside right. 
Drano. It the thing is, it moves left to right all day long. The wind yeah, was fine. You've got it. to take into consideration the wind. You're so, right, you did. But I'm telling you, this ball clung in the right edge. It was clinging. If he played it left centre, it was hot, middle of the cup all no, day long. No, because it would have gone left. It would have gone no, further no, left. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. We'll agree to disagree. We're gonna have to go back and simulate this. I would not have I would not have you on the bag of the British Open. If you're giving me those also, you know, reverting to when we went to the Dominican a couple of months back. One of the holes I dr- drove it pin high the green, right side, and I was like, Ferdy, how much room I got? He's like, f- five to ten feet to the stick. I was like, all right. I would expect you, because you are a very good caddy, to say, hey, you can knock this a bit by, and you've got a lot more green. I'm trying to get all Look, Seve Ballesteros, full-on Tiger Woods, flicking up there nice and tight. The question... And I hit it slightly short, and what I wanted from you <laughs> was to say, listen, hit this five to ten feet by. The question I was scrambling for par. The question you asked <laughs> to me was, "Where's the ideal place to leave this?" And I said to you, "The ideal place is between front edge and the pin, because then you're putting up the hill." Yes, you've got four, I don't know, cricket fields behind the stick, <laughs> but you asked for the ideal place to be. But as, but you know, but you know, with my putting game, if I'm anywhere between ten foot, I'm 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 giving it a good go. Look, let's not beat around the bush. You should know better. I should know better. I just didn't. I just couldn't be asked to walk up. To you the should flag know and... better. But yeah, three birdies in a row, wasn't it? Yeah, seven, anyway, eight, and nine. You interrupted my story. Sorry. Birdie on seven. Fescue Sorry. birdie. Eighth <laughs> hole. Hits a lovely drive. Not a particularly tough hole. Nice wedge shot. Rolls in another slider. Great read, obviously. So then he's like, "Wow, two birdies in a row. I haven't done that for probably ten plus years." And I, he said he was like. Last time I made two in a row, I think I was playing in Maine, and I was playing on my own, so no one even saw it. And he was trying to get it. I'm going to feel quite sad for him, but fair enough. So anyway, I get the putter back. We walk to the next hole. I said to him, let's make it three then. Go on. <laughs> Just trying to pump him up. Positive obviously. pat over here. Positive pat. So a man hits one of my uh, bullet-cut fades down middle of the fairway. 170 in. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, hold on. Gonna have to reverse reverse back a bit. What did he hit? A bullet cut fade. You you said you did it. You said a bullet cut fade like yourself. Yeah. All right. Continue. Continue. Just piercing through the air. (laughs) All right. Come on. Piercing slider. So anyway, he's hit the bullet cut. Middle of the fairway. One seventy. Straight down breeze. Land it short. It's a bit of a guessing game. Anyway, so he's got away of one because he's got it a groove low. And he knows it. I know it. It's come out thin, on a great line, but it's landed short enough to just get away with it. It's trickling. It's taking a slope. We can't see the bottom of the flag, but I knew it was going to be close because it was bang on line. Great landing point. Walk up there, and it's literally six inches. Boom. Man's just made three in a row. The audacity as well from you. You've given him the putter. Well, like I said, I couldn't see the base of the flag, but I knew it was on there. Halfway there, though, you shouldn't. You should be taking the putter off him. It's just caddy courtesy. That that. That brings his mojo up an extra 10%. You take that purr away and go, listen, mate, give me a purr back. That's a gimme. I mean, arguably, I've prepared him for the worst case scenario. Wouldn't, wouldn't you rather have the purr just to not use it than be told, like, wow, that's a kick in? That is just true. Just to be actually. told, wait that a second, true. you've got a five foot slider now. I've got, I've got to tell you, actually, one of, my, uh, one of the rounds that we played a couple, uh, a couple days ago, <laughs> it was an outing on, uh, on Monday. And this guy that I was uh, caddying for, he had a great shot. 
and I was standing on top of the hill, so I couldn't fully see it because the sun was right in my eyes. And I go to him, it's either five inches, mate, or five feet. <laughs> <laughs> we get up there and it's five feet. <laughs> you, get up, you get up there, it's not even on the green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He actually synced it for birdie as well. 13. Oh. It's quite an easy birdie hole, that, isn't it? 13. It's like downwind. Downwind, you can drive the green easy. It's the worst hole in golf. It is. It is the worst hole in this golf course. 100%. It's just basic. It's just such a... It's just such a... There's no bunkers. Yeah, it's just... There's no trouble. Yeah, no danger at all. It's just, give yourself a par and move on. Let's forget it. Let's not even play it. Let's right. cut 15 minutes out of the, of the round. Exactly. Talk about bunkers. What about this week? British Open. My, personally, my favourite tournament of the year. I'd agree with you. It is an exceptional tournament. I don't get excited in St. Andrews. But but this is the thing. If you date back to when golf was first started, right? These golf courses weren't exuberant. And that's the no, beauty I... of St. Andrews. Yeah. They haven't tried to create something different. It's wide open, and their defence is the weather and the bunkers. I mean, I get it. I get the tradition. I get the history. I just find it boring. Of course. I mean, you know. Like, there's not a memorable hole out there besides 1 and 18. 17. 17. Yeah. It's 1, 2, 16, 17, 18, isn't it? Otherwise, the rest of it is just a field. It is. It is. Beautiful field. 150 years. Um, Even Tiger said himself. I mean, it just yeah. feels the most special oh, tournament. That really played. hurt me. We were listening to it earlier. Tiger said St. Andrews' favourite course. I, I just don't. Saying, surely not. He's saying that for the press, isn't he? Surely, if if you're telling me there's one course you can play the rest of your life, you're not picking that place. No. I mean. Yeah, oh. probably. Yeah, probably not. We both played some phenomenal golf Fair courses. Enough. I don't think Tiger has thought about it. So you, you're thinking, right? Three hundred sixty-five days. But you can't say that in a press conference. Correct. I mean, you can't say it. it's a dog track, obviously. <laughs> Sorry, mate. The course is but awful. To say it's your absolute favourite, I don't know. I mean, maybe put it in your top five or ten, but... But you know what? This is this is a good question. What's one course that you love, but actually really isn't that good? You know why? Because you've played well. Huh. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That That obviously helps. If you play well, you probably... Maybe give the course an extra rating. Yeah, I, I know a golf course down down where I live, about thirty minutes. It's called Old Fold Manor. Great track. When I say great track, it's because I play well. If you actually look at it, you hit driver three or four times. I love hitting driver. A true test of golf is you have to drive the ball well, and in the greens are tricky. The greens are tricky-ish, but you hit irons off most tees. But I play well there all the time. I know a golf course up north. Uh, in Newcastle isn't great at all right because I haven't played well there but it's actually a great track you know what I mean I do know what you mean but I, I don't know I feel like I'm fairly neutral in this case like if I play bad but the course is class I can accept you know quality course I just played poo <laughs> but I don't know I mean, I'm sure there are a few courses I tell you what if there's ever a course that has dog leg left to right every single hole <laughs> yeah you'll then that'll it. be my favourite you're loving it just off the tee just off the tee <laughs> this is quite bizarre come on get out of it how hard is it going to be for the caddies this week it's St Andrews how instrumental are the caddies role this week at the British Open it's interesting, isn't it? Is it probably the hardest role to play, other than obviously playing it? 
I mean, I guess you'd say so. I just... It's an interesting thing, right? So a lot of it... I mean, you've got your lines off the tee. You've got your yardages, what have you. But a lot of it's just guesswork. Because you've got a landable short. Very short in some cases. You're in some funky spots. You've got to roll it through moguls, through whatever it may be. I mean, it's interesting. It's almost... It's almost whoever can make it the most simple, straightforward test is probably going to do well. I think you know? I think the biggest thing, especially with British Open, you know, I grew up in, in Scotland when it comes to high school, and you've just got to be confident. You've got to be the most confident guy out there when it comes to golf. These guys who are, who, who are playing in the, in, in the Open this week, every single player there is unbelievable at golf. Oh, there's no doubt. They're... It's next level. Unbelievable. The best of the best. The fact that they've got there to start with, you know, open qualifying, you know, top 20, 30 in the world, whatever it may be. If you're not confident going in that tournament, you don't have a confident swing. It's, I always get told, my dad told me this, it's about how you manage your bad shots. Mm. You can hit an unbelievable golf shot, right, on a, on a normal golf course, and it's 90% of the time it's going to come off. Hit the open, you could an unbelievable golf shot, a little gust of wind, takes your ball five yards offline, four yards offline, hits the wrong side of the green, you're in the bunker. You're scrambling now for par. And that's the difference. I think the caddy, we especially, or I feel it anyway, if you feel confident on a certain line and your and your player agrees, that that's that I think that's the the biggest part of it. it, it it's teamwork this week. I think it's a you'll see, I think you know, we, we, they won't tell you how long the rounds are, but I think the rounds are going to be a lot longer because there's a lot more strategic play rather than just bombing drive and just hitting it up in the air. Yeah. Lots of bumping runs, lots of putters. You'll see this week a lot of putters coming from like 30 yards off the green because getting it on the ground is, is going to be a lot, a lot easier than trying to chip it like your your usual usual parkland kind of style course. Yeah. I'm personally hoping the weather's brutal. Not necessarily rain, but just obscene wind gusts like you name it just because I, I know I know if there's no wind they're gonna just violate that course like I agree. they're just gonna tear it apart I know even though it's fast and firm whatever everyone's saying like it's gonna be a tough test they're gonna destroy it because yeah. there's nothing to it I'm they're just the best, hoping they're the best players in the world I'm just hoping it's brutal I know I hope you know what you say you don't hope for rain I hope for a bit of rain I love that I remember you know putting the double gloves on you know, trying to trying to fight your way through the rain, trying to hit different shots. It really builds your character, not just as a player, but yeah. it's a true test of golf. It's the best golf in the world. Someone said, "Where would you, you know, where would you retire?" You know, maybe not year round, but I tell you what, Scotland, best place on earth, riddled with golf courses. Riddled, riddled, absolutely riddled. <laughs> <laughs> riddled with golf courses, and so many in such a good area. You've seen this week. A lot of players played North Berwick, Gullen, Renaissance, Archerfield, Craigie Law, bunch of golf courses in that in that area. And I think yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great week. Who do you think's gonna win? Tiger. I, I said to you this morning, I said if Tiger is tied for the lead or has a lead on Sunday morning, I'm not looping. <laughs> <laughs> You're not looping. And ladies and gentlemen, I we've got this now. We've got this now on uh, on foul, don't we? Yeah. If Tiger's one or two fact, shots off, I'm, I'm calling the caddy master to be like, listen, mate, appreciate the loop. We're not going to make it. Yeah. We're sat here with a Guinness or whatever it may be. What are you, what are you drinking? At 8 a.m., probably a Yinger. 
Ying, yeah, Yingling. Morning Ying. 100%. Also We're always up early, aren't we? So you, I, I normally get ready. Faraday's eating his parfait. Love a parfait. Loves a parfait. And you, you were just 10, 15 minutes of golf, see what's going on. It's and fantastic. the coverage, by the way, unbelievable. It's brilliant. Open coverage, phenomenal. Also, this pod's going to be coming out after the Sunday at the Open. So I'm going to say just right now, Okay. congrats to Tiger. <laughs> congrats Tiger you've done be, it that would actually be on major number 16 I will give you I will give you $20 if Tiger wins okay fine fine who, so okay top two picks Tiger and who I mean I want Tiger do I think he's going to win don't know I want him to win Tiger I don't know I think he's going to be a wily old veteran someone who just like Darren Clark-esque <laughs> yeah something like that yeah. I don't know I don't know I don't know I have to think about it you know who I think is going to come top 10 He's not my pick, but I, I know think, what you're gonna I, say. I think I know what you're gonna say. Richard Blanc. Yeah, I knew it. Part of me doesn't dislike the shout. At the bookies, is he worth a tenner? Very low. He's probably he's got to be two hundred plus to one. Oh, at least Richard Blanc. Like, Are you kidding me? He's probably two hundred yeah, to one. You're getting each way on that. You're, you're making some 100%. decent cash. I think. I think this week it, it's all down to if you can avoid the bunkers, and you've got a mentality where nothing's bothering you. I my two picks are Justin Rose. Interesting, and I think he's coming. He's he's coming into form, and I, he loves it. Is Jordan Spieth? Yeah, popular shout. Oh, you know, this could be crazy as well. A guy like Westwood, he might just—he's under the radar. Got the ball on a string. Oh, ball don't, striker. You, don't even start about the live tour. This it, is this. Is, I think this is an hour. The third episode might be an hour just on the live tour. Let's not. Let's not even. Because you're gonna get my. Bo- you're gonna get my blood boiled. Yeah. So we'll not even. I, right, I just. Okay. Th- I think all the guys in the live tour. Maybe Ian Poulter because he 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 likes the uh, the British weather and maybe DJ because he he can overpower it with his strength. But the the guys are, are not sharp. That like Tiger said yesterday. There's there's no sense of urgency in your practice. Well, I mean, if we're gonna be brutally honest. It's the exact same as the NFL, the NHL, and the MLB. You don't get rewarded or punished for bad play. No, like, that's true. You can go out there and lose every game of the season. You're going to be in that league the next year, which is what I hate about the American system. Exactly. And and, and as I say, we're gonna we're gonna cut it there. Yes. Yeah. You're gonna, as I say, boil my blood. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, I guess we'll leave and say congrats, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> You've done it. So that's a wrap for episode two. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you follow, subscribe, like, tell your friends, tell your family. You want to get this thing rolling, get the listens up. And we'll give you a little teaser. So next week we're going to talk about, what, some of your luxury experiences you're saying? A few of mine and a few of yours. A little bit of private jet exclusivity. Yeah, we can dabble into the uh, the private jet story. Very cool. But, so, yes. Uh, yeah, in the meantime, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you live from the dungeon next week. Over and out. <laughs>